So he says, hear while you have light. Listen while you have the light. Listen and be aware of it. So this is why we're in the light message. Number one, as a beacon of hope to those that are sitting in darkness all around us. Number two, it is the light that keeps the darkness away. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Hello, this is Pastor Mark Stroud, and I thank you once again for joining me for another exciting episode of Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, on today's broadcast, you're going to hear the message entitled, Bad Pictures on the Wall. It is part number eight of the series entitled, Walking in the Light, and it is the final part of the series. Remember, if you've missed any others of the series, just go to our website, at www.kingdomrock.org and you can hear the remainder of the series or just install the Kingdom Rock app on your mobile device and get it all. It's all there for you. All right, without any further ado, here comes today's message entitled Bad Pictures on the Wall right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. For a second to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you for light. Let it shine upon our path that we may see. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. First uh, John 1, 7, which is uh, a portion of our uh, theme scriptures for uh, our series scripture, should I say, for the series. First uh, John 1, 7 says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And John 8, uh, verses, uh, verse number 12, John 8, verse 12 says this. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Say the light of life. That's right. We will have the light of life. Also, let's go to the book of Matthew, uh, Matthew 5. Now, if I'm going a bit fast for you, that's why God gave you a pen. Matthew 5, uh, verse 14 through 16 says this. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on and hill cannot be hid. Neither do men uh, light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a what candlestick and it giveth light unto all that are in the house verse 16 let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven can somebody say praise the lord all right so before we get into uh really get deep into the subject today I was asking the Lord, Lord, why in the world are we still here in this series? Why are we still here? Why are we still talking about light? I've been asking that for a while. And then on this past, is it Friday? I think it was Friday. Was it Friday, Christy? Because I told you about it. I think it was Friday. All right. Friday, I finally got an answer that I could really, it finally hit me. It finally hit me, James. It finally hit me. And I'll share with you next week. No, I'll share with you now. Why are we in this light message? Why are we in this light series? Now, this is actually a very sober answer. Isaiah 60, you can write this down, Isaiah 60, verses 1 and 2. We've been here before, but listen to this. Why are we talking about light? Why are we talking about light? Isaiah 60 uh, tells us, uh, verse 1 says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Verse 2, for behold, the darkness, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Why are we in the light message? Because the Lord said the time will come and is right now. At this moment, that darkness, the scripture says in Isaiah verse two, it says the darkness shall cover. Darkness has covered the earth. There are people being beheaded right now. 
There are tragic things happening right now. Things that have never been done at the scale that's being done right now. Darkness has covered the earth. It has covered the earth. Just watch your news. Say, why has this affected me? Well, you better thank God that you're in the light. And it has indirectly affected us all. There's fear, so much fear in this land. It's not even funny. Policemen are afraid. Some, most policemen are afraid out of their, their gourd. They're shooting people for no reason because they are afraid. Watch the news. Are you hearing? Darkness has covered the earth and gross darkness and oppressive darkness have covered the people. This is happening right now at this very at this very moment. This is why the light is needed. One, because of us is needed for us so that our families will not be in that oppressive darkness that is covering the land, that is covering the people and darkness upon the land. The light prevents the darkness from being covered, from covering us. Number one and two, so that we can be a safe haven for those that are in darkness. You understand? Let me go a little bit further. Uh, Actually, in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah 13, verses 15 through 16, listen to this. Jeremiah 13 says, uh, chapter 13, verse 15 and 16. This is how how it reads. Hear ye and give ear. Be not proud, for the Lord hath spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before he causes darkness. And before your feet stumble upon the dark mountains. And while ye look for light, he turn it into the shadow of death and make it gross darkness. Jeremiah is saying here that God can cause the darkness. He said, well, how is that possible? How can God who is light, God is light, cause darkness? Or, or permit darkness to come? The answer is extremely simple. And I'll tell you in just a second, we're going to go uh, also to Luke 21. Luke 21, listen to this, verses 25 through 28. This also tells you about the darkness that is coming and that has already come upon the land. Please hear me, my God, please hear me. The darkness has already come. Gross darkness are already upon the people, an oppressive darkness that causes our middle schoolers to commit suicide, many of them to commit suicide, that causes husbands to to, um, go home and kill their families and kill themselves, that causes a rise, there has been a rise of pastoral suicides. You understand the darkness is already here? That affects all areas of life. Jesus, Jesus. Okay. Listen to Luke 21. It says here, Luke 20, chapter 21, verses 25 through 28. And it says this. And there shall be signs in heaven. Speaking about the, uh, uh, the end times, rather. There shall be signs in the sun. Aren't there signs in the sun? You better bet. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are four uh, blood moons and blood, and us all caused by the sun and all that. But you'll see signs and 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 different solar flares and all that stuff happening in the sun. There are things happening with the sun now. It says there will be signs in the sun and in the moon. Of course, the blood blood moons and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations and perplexity and uh, and perplexity rather with perplexity the sea and the and the waves roaring. So nature is reacting. There's a violent reaction in nature that is right now happening at this moment. It says, verse 26, men's hearts failing them for fear. We just talked about that. That's happening right now for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Verse 27. And then uh, shall you see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Verse 28, please listen to verse 28. As we've talked about end times and the time that we're living in at this very moment. Please hear me. Verse 28 says this. And when these things begin. And when these things begin, say begin. Begin. 
when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. These things have already begun to happen. So the Lord said, when they begin, not when they end, when they begin, look up. Jesus can come back at any moment, at any second. Are you hearing? This is why I believe there is a tidal wave now of of uh, Christian movies. There's a new the new movie Left Behind that is coming out. There are a whole lot of Christian things coming out uh, behind the scenes. There's an awareness coming. I believe the Lord is uh, is making the public aware. I'm coming. My coming is soon. He said, when all these things begin to happen, then look up. Notice. Now, we said the question before in Jeremiah 13, we said, uh, how can God or why would God who is like cause darkness or permit uh, uh, permit gross darkness uh, to come upon the earth? Understand something. The answer uh, is within the question itself. Why would the light? Why would God do this? Or how could the light do this in a world that says, God, we don't want you. We don't believe in you. You cannot pray at our sporting events. You cannot pray in our schools. Matter of fact, we can go to Supreme Court. We're going to cast you out and make it legal. We don't even want for God we trust on the money and God we trust in the money. We don't want that. We don't want any of it. So society, our country is saying, God, get out. God, get out. We don't hear about no Jesus. God, get out. God, get out. And so how would darkness come? The Lord simply has to say, Okay. Just step away and take my light with me. Then once the light is taken, once the light, once the light is taken, only darkness can remain. And then all those that have been saying, we don't want you. We don't believe in you. We don't need you. They get to see what's really in them. So he says here, while you have light, listen, while you have the light, listen and be aware of it. So this is why we're in the light message. Number one, as a beacon of hope to those that are sitting in darkness all around us. Number two, it is the light that keeps the darkness away. Because darkness cannot abide in the light. So as you go back home to your your respective homes and on your job, you declare the light of Christ there. You walk in the light. And we're going to tell you about light today. And I've drawn some things on the board. And you'll see what they mean. Just a a few minutes. Yes. I did not train Picasso. Anyway. So it's important that you go home and that you remain in light. Wherever you go, remain in the light. Okay? All right. Now, let's go back to uh, Luke 11. You can go to Luke 11 and verse uh, 33. We're going to start there today. And I said we're going to talk just a little bit about neuroscience. I said a little bit. Y'all taught me from last time. Just a little bit about neuroscience because the Lord really science is catching up with what the Lord had already spoken about over 2000 some odd years ago. Okay. All right. So Luke 11 uh, verses 33 through 35. Are y'all hungry for the word of God today? Cause I want to give it to you. I want to give it to you. You know, as we before we get to Luke 11, verse 33, you'll find also here in the book of Luke, the Lord. We talked just a little bit last week about uh, about demons and about demons being in people's houses and things of that nature. People having demons and all this other stuff. People say, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. Well, Jesus actually address, addresses some of this in Luke, the 11th chapter. Uh, talking about uh, as, as he was there casting out a demon and uh, and the person that could not speak uh, spoke and the people just wondered and and people say, hey, you must have authority over demons because you're in league with the devil himself. 
And Jesus said, no, 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 uh, I'm paraphrasing. You don't know what you're talking about. How can Satan's kingdom stand if Satan cast out Satan? No, no, no. A stronger one than Satan has come. He said, if I, by the, he said, I'm casting out demons by the finger of God, the power of God, the presence of God is here. And then he tells us how, uh, when an unclean spirit has gone out of a person, gone out of a house, and when he's cast out, and then he goes about and he seeks, uh, rather he walks in dry places, walks in a, barren dry places and then decides I will go back to my house he calls it my house from whence I came out so they can they these things try their best to claim people claim buildings claim different things even objects sometimes they try their best to claim them say it's mine it's mine it's mine but when they get back uh, they say in, in the scripture here that they find the house swept garnished that is it's cleaned and vacant, clean and vacant. Then they say, well, here's what we'll do. We'll go and um, that, that one will go and uh, get more spirits uh, that they may be stronger, that they can really hold the house better. Hold the house better. And then Lord said, well, the worst, the, the last state of the man is worse than his first. Okay. So while we're talking about this, because this is in the same chapter that he talks about the light. One thing you find when someone wants to invade a home, so I'm told, or rob a house, so I'm told, or even squat in a house, so I'm told, <laughs> squatters right, so I'm told, what they will look for are houses that are dark, no lights. Light means activity. Light means that someone is home. Someone is home. You know, this is why it's a good idea when you have to go out of town, get one of those sensors, those plug in sensors, you know, that turn your lights on uh, when you're not there. That gives the impression that somebody's home. OK, so these things will these things not j- just like people will go and find places that are dark and that are unoccupied. The darkness means unoccupied. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. And even when you go camping, think about this. This is just a principle of nature. When you go camping. Anybody ever been camping before? Anybody plan to go camping again? Nah, I didn't. I, didn't, I have no plans, Gene. I have no plans. I have no plans of going. But they say when you do, light a fire. Light a fire. It keeps these wild animals and beasts away when light is present. So light a fire. And it, those things will. Well, they may be out there, but they'll circle the camp because there's life there. There's activity there. So they'll stay back. Now, the bugs are something else. They'll come. But the these things with these glowing eyes will stay out. Are you hearing? Does that make sense to you? So I'm telling you, keep the light on in the house. Not just talking about your physical house, but this house. Keep the light on in the house. Jesus. Turn to your name and tell them, keep the light on in your house. And we're going to speak about that day. You keep the light on in your house. Okay? Because darkness attracts darkness. Keep the light on in your house. Okay? You stay out of trouble, you keep the light on. All right, so Luke 11, verse 33 says this, No man, when he have lighted a candle, put it, uh, put it in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. Verse 34, uh, The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thine eye is evil, thy whole body also is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, be full of light, having no dark part or no dark corners, uh, the whole shall be full of light, as when the light shining, uh, light shining of a candle do doeth uh, give thee light. Now, I want you to notice something. Look at verse 34. We'll start here today as we put our car in park, put on your seatbelts, and uh, get ready. All right, we're all in it. All right, going to put it back in drive now because we're about to take off here. 
Notice how it says here. He says, uh, the light of the body is the eye. Say eye. Is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is single, the whole body is full of light. But when your body, rather, but when your eye is evil, your whole body uh, is also, the body is also full of darkness. Now, I want you to see this. It says again that the light of the body is the eye. Okay, the light of the body. Light of body. Now, it does not say the light of the body is the eyes. It says, I. Okay? So this scripture is not talking about these primarily. It's talking about this one. This one talks about the I. Here talks about the mind. Okay? The light of the body Light of the body is the eye. Okay? And the eye talks about the mind. So you receive light into your body. Of course, you're going to see some things. Information is transferred from your physical eyes into the mind. But you will live by the light that filters through your mind. So when you see I here, I want you to think about mind. Think about mind. Are you hearing me? I equals to mind. Now, we see that light and darkness are results here. Light and darkness are results. It says the eye of the body, rather the light of the body uh, is the eye. And if your eye is, if your eye is single, single, if you are a single, now the word single means good. It means, uh, it means sound. It means healthy. It means healthy. It means whole. Okay? All those things mean single, not just single as in one. Okay? Now understand this. So we got to get here, okay? What are we doing? I'm trying to get light into your house. Because if you don't understand it, then you can't have light in the house. This is why there are a whole lot of Christians that are begging and are whining God because all these things are happening all around me. Why does all this stuff keep happening to me? Why is all stuff? Yes, you're a Christian, but are you allowing light to come in the house? Okay. So this is why we're doing this today. So stick with me. All right. All right, so the eye equals to the mind. It says the, uh, when the eye of the, when the eye, when your eye is single, you'll have this sort of result. You'll have light. If your eye is, what's the other one? That's right, all I want you to do is read. If your eye is evil, you will have this sort of result. You'll have darkness. If your eye is single, that if it's good, healthy, sound, whole, you will have light. Light where it tells you light or darkness will abide where? It said the, there you go, the body. Okay? Now the body relates to more than just this, what we're seeing. The body talks about the whole of work, talks about your life. Basically, it talks about uh, who you are, where you live. It talks about your finances. The body is a group of things that belong to you. Okay, a group of things that belong to you. Uh, It talks about your influence, your level of influence. Let's take it back for a moment and think about the example the Lord gave. He said, uh, men do not light a candle and put it in a secret place that is in a closet somewhere. Why would you do that? If the candle is your only source of light in the house, why are you going to light it and put it in the closet and close the door? It doesn't do anything. He said, neither do men light it and put it under a bushel. That is, you put it under a basket or something. You put it there and you put, why would, what does that help? He said, neither do men light it and put it under a bed. Why is that going to, that won't help either. But they put it on a candlestick where everybody in the house can see it and receive the light of it. 
Okay, so this is a place. This is a place that gives light. So this light from that candlestick. Now, if you're thinking about it in terms of a house, are we still with me? Think about just a just a small hut, I guess. All right. One door in, one out. That's it. And one window in the corner. All right. And you got this light that lights up the entire hut. Okay. so the light here is talking about its influence over the entire house. It can be seen everywhere. All right. If the light that is in you is single, it is good, it is sound, healthy, whole, then the whole body, your influence will be bright all around you. Now, why is that important? Because think about that campfire again. If the light is present, all those other things won't come in. Won't come in. All these dangerous things, these temptation, these traps, these snares, these people with these evil influences won't come your way. Are you hearing? Now, there will still, let me back up for a second. There will still be opportunities for you to sin. Because you're still in your body. But when you walk in the light, you quickly repent of that and get back up and continue on. All right, because the enemy's temptations are geared to or pointed at one thing. Snuff your light out. Turn the light off, because once the light comes off, they can all rush in. Everything that was waiting to come in will then rush in because now the light is taken away. Does that make sense to you? So again, let's go back just for a second. The light of the body is the eye. If your eye is single, if it is good, if it is sound, if it is healthy. Here again, the eye talks about the mind. The light of the body is the eye or it is the mind. If your mind is good, sound, healthy, if it is whole, then your whole body will be filled with light. And once your body is filled with light, this is when you this is when you see miracles happening also in your physical body as well as well as in your home. As well as in relationships. We gave the example some time ago of a young lady, uh, of a young lady that, that said, uh, I don't know why all these kind of men keep coming around me. Well, you may have some darkness there and you're attracting that to yourself. But you know when people are, are, are about it, about it, as they say. There's something, some, I mean, when I was out there in the single world, so to speak, over 20 something years ago I could tell what young lady was about it about it let's stop it right there yes we're gonna stop it right there Scott we're gonna stop it right there all right but we but do you understand that principle first of all okay I talks about the mind now how do we how do we look at how do we identify a sound mind a, a healthy mind a good mind a, a whole mind and how does that relate to light in the body we're going to talk about that in a second too but let's just go just a little bit further so again as we talk about the eye it talks about uh, the mind talk about the eye it talks about the mind are y'all still with me today Amen. now that's going to just a little bit of neuroscience. Boy, is it, is it already so late? My goodness, I felt like I just got started. Did we just get started? Are right, y'all still with me? All right, very, very, very good. All right, so uh, there was a phrase that's been out for hundreds of years. I'm not sure how many years it's been out. Uh, but the phrase is simply this, monkey see, monkey do. Right. Monkey see, monkey do. And there were a group of scientists that set out to see if that was actually true. And they found something. Uh, There was a certain chemical in the in a brain of the monkey that reacted when the monkey saw something. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Because some of that, something like that is also found in the human brain. So here again, while we're talking, we're trying to get light in the house, trying to get light in the house, because when light's in the house, the darkness stays back. Okay. All right. So there are some things that you will do that you and I will do through imitation simply because we see it. 
We'll do some things uh, for good reasons. We'll do some things for bad reasons. We'll do some things just by instinct alone. Once your eyes behold it. Once your eye beholds it, your brain receives it, your mind receives it, and it sends forth actions. You begin to act it out. Sometimes mentally, you'll act it out mentally, and sometimes very much physically, you act, act this thing out. Okay? And uh, parents will tell their children, uh, parents, will, parents will say, well, I don't want my children to watch this program where the kids on the program are disrespectful to their parents because if they watch that long enough, They'll try to be disrespectful to us. Are you hearing? Child see, child do. If your eye is single or if your eye is evil. Depends on what you look at. Are you hearing? So over two, over two decades ago, neuro, neuroscience research has been investigating this type of phenomenon. And it found that, uh, in fact, there are what's called in the human brain uh, mirror neurons, mirror neurons. That's what they call them, mirror neurons. And actually what it does that uh, these cells activate uh, when we see someone else do it and when we do it ourselves. Well, how does a baby learn? A baby learns by seeing mom and daddy and then the baby sees you didn't hold a class or charts and graphs with a baby. You did it, and the child begins to do what you do. Those are because of the mirror neurons uh, that are in the, the human mind. Are you hearing me? Now, we are not babies today. We have one baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> but our mirror neurons are still firing. Let me give you um, some good examples. When we see a sporting event... Uh, especially when you understand the game. You see them, that man just got that ball and he's running that thing. He's running that thing down the line. And you go into some places where, or even at a uh, sporting arena or at some type of uh, sporting event and you see the people watching the screen, they go, 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 go. Now the man is doing that on the television set, right? And you'll find people doing like this. They're not on the field, right? But they're beginning, they sing it, and they're beginning to act it out, right? Let's say you're watching a horror movie, and you see the, and you see the creature coming, move, girl, move, girl, move, 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 move. We see it and begin to act it out ourselves. Isn't that right? I mean, it's there. It's it's there. Uh, from horror movies to movies or romantic films. Oh, yeah. They're crying. Oh, you're crying. Right? Your neurons are firing. Your neurons are firing. And many of these things happen instinctively. When you see it, and you not only do it, but, I mean, this is, you didn't have to think about it. So if I do something like this. Most of you in here, when you saw my smile, you began to smile almost immediately. <laughs> almost immediately. I didn't write on the board. I didn't tell you to do it. You saw it and you did it. Instinctively. Your, you mimic. Your mouth mimicked mine. Your eyes mimic mine got bright. When you saw it, you did it. Instinctively. You didn't think about it. It just happened. You shared in my experience. As a matter of fact, you also began to feel the way that you perceived I was feeling. When I did this, hey! Some of you began to laugh, some of you began to smile, and you began to feel joyful. Hey! Hey! And a smile, on another, another note, a smile often conveys a sense of comfort. See, daddy smile, everything will be okay. Mama smile, oh, okay, everything okay. Everything okay. It says everything is okay. Everything's all right. See, parents frown, uh-oh. All right? Mirror neurons. 
So in effect, what are we saying? In effect is this. Once you see something, you begin to knowingly or unknowingly, instinctively participate in what you see. Now, we've just given you some good examples, but there are also some evil examples that once you see, either mentally or emotionally, you will participate in because you've let that come into your mind. And if it comes into your mind long enough and constantly, eventually you will begin to mimic what you have been seeing. Are you hearing Oh, this is good, isn't it? Your brain decodes the actions as if you were doing it yourself. If I do this, those of you listening by CD, I'm actually making a, a mouth sign with my hand. I, if I had a puppet, it would be moving. As I do this, how you doing? I'm fine. How about you? I'm fine. Are you enjoying church every day? Oh, sure. It's great. Thank you, Pastor Mark. I just thought I'd do that. (laughs) But as I do this, you see yourself doing that. You may not be, your hand may not be moving like me, but there's something in your brain, those mirror neurons, where you can see yourself doing the exact same thing. Some of you are looking around the room, we're actually doing that. That's very good, very good, very good. As a matter of fact, if you go down the street and you see a crowd of people looking up, Eventually, you will also look up. We will imitate what we see. I want to drive that point home. You will imitate what you see. So if you don't want the darkness, you better watch what you are seeing. Because some things that we see will invite darkness in. All right. All right. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 4, uh, 23 says this. You can write this down. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. The word heart there in the uh, Hebrew is lave and lave means inner man. It means mind. It means the will. It means heart. It means understanding. So if we go with just the mind example again, keep your mind with all diligence. Keep your mind with all diligence. That is really guard your mind with all diligence because out of it flow the issues of your life. And many people have some issues because of what they have seen. And this is why we have to go into therapy many times because children grow up seeing their parents do a certain thing over and over and over and over again and then they begin to do the same pattern of events because they're simply mimicking what they have seen. Amen. This is why we have genera- one reason we have generational curses. Yes, Lord God. It goes from grandmama to mama to, to baby and it goes all the way down the lineage because of what they perceived, what they saw Jesus. until someone begins to change what's in the mind. Someone begins to change what's in the soul and begin to fill their mind with something that is good, healthy, sound, whole. And that is, of course, is the word of God. Does that make sense to you? All right. Can you take a little bit more? The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when we talked about when last time, therefore, when thine eye is single. When your eye is single, when it is sound, when it is healthy, when it is good, your whole body also is full of light. Now, when your whole body is full of light, not just this, but the whole body of things that you do. When it is full of light, here again, the darkness has to remain at bay. It is a principle that is already set in motion. It works in the natural as well as in the spirit. When the light is on, there is no darkness. When we turn all the lights off, the darkness comes in. It rushes in. How fast? Really fast. 
If it were dark outside, no light source outside whatsoever, if the only light source were these light bulbs here, when we turn off the lights, it would get dark extremely quickly. By the same token, when we turn on the light switch, it gets bright extremely quickly. So these are changes that can happen at an instant when you make a decision. Does that make sense? Let me give you a few more thoughts, then we'll close out today. The light is, rather the eye is the light of the body. Is that correct? Then that must mean as well that the eye um, is the body's light. The eye is the body's light. Then that must mean as well that the light, rather that the eye gives the body its light. The eye, the mind gives your body, your actions, its light. Then that must mean as well, without the eye, the body has no light. You think about somebody who has no eye or has no mind, their brain is not working, their mind is not working. There's nobody home. You understand? That's a picture there. All right. So Jesus says again, he says, I, not eyes, I which relates to what you see entering into your mind. And in the mind, we'll, we will often develop what's called virtual pictures or virtual images. Every time you see something, whether it's, whether it's in front of you now at this moment or whether you remember something that has happened, it creates a picture in your mind. If I tell you to remember when you got your driver's license, remember that time. Or remember when you uh, were married, when remember your wedding day. Or remember what you ate for breakfast this morning. Some of you had breakfast, I don't know. Remember, you cannot remember something without a mental picture. Amen, amen, amen. Whenever you remember something, a picture always pops up. That's how your mind works. A picture, let's bring this here. A picture, I'm going to draw a picture here on the board. It's a nice frame. There's a person there. Let's make him happier. That's not helping, is it? All right. You remember persons, you remember events, right? And it's pictures. Therefore, listen, the mind is full of pictures, You have an art gallery in your mind, an art gallery. And all of these pictures will determine whether you are dwelling in light or darkness. There are pictures developing in your mind on a day-to-day basis. All of these images all around you, up and above you, Will, will allow you to make a decision whether you're going to mistrust somebody. You say, I'm not going to trust you. Why? Because I see these images of what has happened in the past. You say whether you love someone, well, you're gonna, that's going to happen because of these images that you've seen from the past. All these images that cause us to trust or mistrust, cause us to love or cause us to hate, that call us to be fearful or afraid, happen because of all these images that are, that are all the way around us. These images are the light of the mind or, or the light of the body. Does that make sense to you? Now, if all of these images are of evil, then you're going to have darkness cascading all through your life. You're going to have misery. You're going to have a lot of worry. You're going to have a lot of stress. You're going to, have a, uh, you're going to be intimidated. You're going to be a, a very much fearful Uh, You're going to dwell in aggravation. And all these things I just named are all dark things. They're all dark things. So if our life is in darkness, it's because all the pictures around us are darkness. They're all of dark things. Think about it for a moment. When you are afraid, when you've got to do something and you're going and you begin to be fearful about it. If, if I have to go somewhere to either to speak or at some meeting and I'm beginning to get fearful as to what's about to happen, what am I looking at? I'm looking at all the examples in the past of when I have fallen or failed. 
And that is the light that is cascading on me, the dark light that is cascading on me. I'm looking, I'm looking at my failures. And what happens to my body? My heart races. What happens to my voice? It begins to tremble, shake. My hands tremble and shake. Some of us, my palms get sweaty. Who, who, who? Why? Because of what I'm looking at. Now, none of those pictures or images are present in that moment. I'm just remembering. I'm pulling the files down from another event that looked like this. Are you still with me? So what do we do? We change the images. We change the pictures. We change it because the light of the body is the eye, the eye, the mind, the mind, the memory, your mental picture gallery. Hang with me. I'm about to be done. Y'all make this easy with me. Philippians 4. Y'all must have got me up here really late today. And we'll stop with this. Philippians 4, verses 8 through 9. Philippians 4, verses 8 through 9. This is what it says. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Now listen, you cannot control when a bird flies over your head. But you can control that bird making a nest in your head. That is to say, you cannot control what thoughts come to you. And every thought that you think did not come from you. Let me say that again. Every thought that comes to you did not originate from you. There are invisible forces that can speak, that can whisper. They cannot, they do not know what you are thinking, but they are masters at implanting a fault. Now, just like you cannot control the bird flying over your head, you cannot control what thoughts come to you, but you can control what thoughts you meditate on. And if you meditate on a thought, it will form a picture in your gallery. And those pictures eventually will determine your actions. And if you have enough negative pictures, you'll be frozen right where you are. So it's time for us to reach up and cast down these imaginations, cast down these thoughts these thoughts that exalt themselves against the knowledge of Christ. It's time to cast all those things down so that you may truly begin to live because all of us are the sum total of the pictures that we have seen. You can tweet that one too. All of us are the sum total of the pictures that we have seen. The way you act today, the way you talk today, the way you treat others today are a sum total of the pictures that you have seen. Thank you, Lord. So I pray today that you have heard the word of God. What should you do now? Focus on what you've been thinking. Well, well, that's it, my friends, for this recorded message. Thank you so much for hearing this audio CD. Now here's the next step. Take the CD out and share it with a friend. And don't forget, there is a QR code that is quick response code on the front of the CD. Well, you just take your smartphone out and you scan that code. And guess what? You'll install the Kingdom Rock app right on your mobile device. And in the Kingdom Rock app, uh, it's available, of course, in the Android market and iPhone, and you can have the web app if you have another type of phone. Well, once you scan that code, you'll have access into our entire archive of messages. There are probably hundreds or thousands of messages there that you can hear, and they're made new and fresh, uploaded fresh every single week to the glory of the Lord. So I want you to take advantage of that. It's going to be a blessing to you. All right, well, before we go, I want to just say a word of prayer over your life, and I pray that God will richly bless you. 
Would you take a moment and pray with me? Oh, wonderful. Well, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Father, I thank you for my friend that is right now listening to this audio CD. I ask you to bless them and cause your light to shine upon them and cause them to see better days, cause them to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and as their Savior. And Father, I pray that the power of darkness would be broken off of their lives and that they would see Jesus plainly, brightly, and victoriously in their own lives. Bless my friend today, I ask, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. And my friend, if you have never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior, you know, here's a good time to do it. So just continue to play the CD, and I'm going to lead you in the prayer of salvation. And of course, there is no magical words, no magical words that will get you into the kingdom of God. But this short prayer of salvation can start you on the way. Then after we're finished praying, do me a favor. Look for a good local church, a good Bible-believing local church that will help you in your spiritual growth and development. Get baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. And I pray that you will be filled with God's precious spirit. And remember, if you're ever in the Bremen area, you're welcome, more than welcome, to stop by and worship with us. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., just check our website for more details at www.kingdomrock.org. All right, are you ready to pray? Let's pray. I'll pray for you and then you just repeat after me, okay? Father, your word declares that those who come to you, you will in no wise cast out. So Lord, I'm bringing my friend to you right now, regardless of where they've been, regardless of what they have done. I know that the blood of Jesus was shed on their behalf and you want to forgive them. You're waiting to do it. And I ask you that you would hear us as we pray. All right, my friend. All right, come on, let's pray together. And just say with me, Father, I admit that I have sinned. I have done wrong. I have fallen short of your plans for my life. But I believe in Jesus. I believe that he is a savior of the world. And I may not know how everything works, but I do believe. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart and to fill me and to make me yours. And I will serve you all the days of my life as you show me how. I need you and I thank you for washing my sins away and making me whole. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my friends, I believe that that is the start of a wonderful relationship between you and God the Father. Continue in His rich word and join us next time for more Kingdom Rock Radio. We love you now. God bless you.